0: Welcome to Radio Worldview. I'm August Tuckabee. This week in our student profile, we have Grant Gammon coming by. Grant's a good old boy from Tennessee who is working part-time at Chick-fil-A, and as such, he's one of the only um, students who is working a job while he's here at the Abbey, and he is also a great citizen because he hooks us all up with Chick-fil-A that he'll bring home in the evenings. So we're a huge fan of him having that job. Grant is a well-thought, well-spoken Southern gentleman, and so we're really excited to have him on the show today. Tell me a little bit about your story and how you came to be here at the Abbey. What's what's the beginning of your story here?
1: So, I had gone to the Worldview camps over the summer um, since I was 13, and I had gone every single year, and my last year, they had announced the Abbey, um, but I was too young, and so... It was always in the back of my mind as I was getting older that I should sign up to do it. And then my brother um, went two years ago, and so I decided to go with him to kind of get him introduced to the Abbey, and that way he wasn't all by himself. And they brought up the Abbey again, and I knew that had to sign up because I felt just kind of called to do it.
0: Hmm. Cool. Mm. Okay. So you were? were you looking at some other... Um, programs like how did you, how did you decide specifically on the Abbey? Did you have other options, or were you just like, no, this is it, I'm going here.
1: I was going to attend Union, okay. and then um, when I mentioned the gap year, they brought up Impact 360, which is a Chick Fil A affiliate gap year program. Gotcha. But I decided to go to the Abbey because it just seemed like the best choice um, with the curriculum and the teachers. And I felt that it would give me the best possible foundation to go into my college year
0: okay awesome what are you thinking about doing for college whenever you leave here or or what's your maybe not even college what's your next steps
1: my next step is to attend Union University in Jackson Tennessee
0: now you're from Tennessee Mm -hmm. okay I couldn't remember born and raised awesome
1: and I want to major in political science and business so I want to double major
0: okay great and you uh, are working at Chick-fil-A right now. So tell us about that. Like what, what prompted you getting a job? I mean, it's about an hour away, one way commute. So you are dedicated to being there. So uh, that's, that's what's fascinated me. We've had a few students have part-time jobs, but we haven't ever had a student have a part-time job an hour away so that they can work at Chick-fil-A. So explain that to me.
1: <laughs> I worked with Chick-fil-A for four years and it's just the great environment that's in there and the ability to go out and to serve people genuinely. And you have a smile on your face when you're working, and then when they see your smile, they have a smile. And you can just kind of tell that, like, it brightens their day type of thing. And you don't really get that when you walk into a McDonald's or mm. something like that. Not Nothing against McDonald's, but sure. there, it's just a different environment. Sure. And so, having worked there for four years, I felt that the best possible solution would be to continue working at Chick Fil A through my college years, which I have plans to continue once I'm in Jackson, Tennessee, to transfer to another Chick Fil A. And so, uh, the one in Colorado Springs was the closest and safest. So closest and safest. Yeah, there's gotcha. the one in Pueblo is two minutes closer. Uh huh. But it's okay. in Pueblo
0: gotcha i didn't realize that it was i didn't realize they were that almost equal distance i thought pueblo was a lot closer feels closer okay so are you passionate about service like is that a really big deal to you about chick-fil-a or are you just a fan of their business model for that reason like i know you told some of the students around here that chick-fil-a is in the people business and it sounds like you've really adopted some of their mantras as far as that goes so like are you just passionate about Working at Chick Fil A, like what what about that do you like so
1: much? I I think that it is the business model that's, um, kind of got me liking Chick Fil A so much, and it's that community involvement is a big part of the Chick Fil A model. Okay. And wanting to help people is a big thing at Chick Fil A. Okay. Whereas there are um, charity organizations run through McDonald's, like the. Ronald McDonald House, sure, and um, other companies give, but none of them have that worked into their business model. Like yeah. when you open a franchise, that's one of the expectations is community involvement. Yeah, and so that's a that's a big thing for me.
0: Okay, so kind of like one of their core philosophies, and you really appreciate that about them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me about some of the things you're reading in classes right now. Are you do you have any favorite books? What what what's, what's kind of a broad overview?
1: So, we just got done reading Plato, and currently we're reading How the Irish uh, Saved Civilization in Great Conversation. Okay. In Apologetics, we just finished Tactics. Mm-hmm,
0: by Greg Kokel, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And in Political Science, we're reading... We just got done reading Utopia, and we're currently reading through Leviathan by... Um, Thomas Thomas
0: Hobbes. Oh, Hobbes, right, right. Okay.
1: And Oh, in literature, uh, we just got done reading Diamond as Big as the Ritz by F. Scott Fitzgerald.
0: Awesome. So do you have any favorites of what you're reading right now in classes?
1: Of the current books that we're reading through right now, I'd probably say Leviathan, because it's the most challenging, not only... To read because it's still in Old English, the version that we're reading. Okay. But also the ideas that Hobbes brings up are very interesting to see how they work into a biblical worldview, or if they can't, Mm -hmm. and see where we need to reject them. What's an example of that, one way or the other? So the most interesting thing for me reading through Leviathan so far is his one leader structure that everything needs to be controlled by one person and i'm able to read that as a christian and say thomas hobbes um whether he knows it or not is alluding to christ and that we all need to follow christ because in his world view the leviathan or the king is like a perfect person which isn't true in our world But when you're talking about jesus christ that model fits completely
0: Gotcha So do you talk some about that in terms of like This only works um, In terms of Christ being the leader But in terms of mankind It would not work otherwise
1: Yeah it's not practical He's got the right idea But it just won't work in reality
0: Yeah so the theory is good If you would have a Benevolent benevolent, all knowing You know leader right But it's not there Mm -hmm. um, Practically Okay that makes sense. So, what house are you in? Cardia. Cardia. Um, kill him with kindness. <laughs> kill them with kindness. All right, and cardia is uh, the Greek word for heart. Heart, okay. What What were some things that
1: y'all have done this year? So far, we've had a pumpkin competition, and then we also had uh, the house formal, obviously, which is where we got assigned into our houses. Mm-hmm. And then Cardia is also planning on going to focus on the family in Colorado Springs.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Just to tour it for fun or? Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. Have y'all done anything else together kind of outside of those things? Like, I know some some of them have done some worship times or hikes or anything like that.
1: Uh, We did go on a hike as a house together during the camping trip.
0: Okay, great. So tell me um, tell me about the other thing that you have got going on. So you and a couple of other students have taken some initiative to form a new um, group, for lack of a better term, club, secret society, <laughs> whatever, good old boys club. Tell me about it, right? What's the name of it? Tell me what the purpose of it is.
1: So the name is the Truth Seekers Society.
0: Truth Seekers Society.
1: And the purpose of it is taking advantage of the current environment and the minds of not only the teachers, but the students, and gathering around and talking about modern day dilemmas and how we could work out solving that.
0: Okay. So, what would be an example so far? What have you talked about? What are you hoping to talk about?
1: So, we're hoping on covering topics such as uh, Civil War statues, um, the modern uh, feminist movement, uh, immigration uh gun violence, and then but we're also talking about religious topics so last Thursday we talked about Catholicism with uh, Professor Pegors and then,
0: just like what they believe or okay,
1: and also um whether they would be like where the Catholics get it wrong, where they kind of dip into heresy sometimes, sure, sure,
0: okay, and how's that gone so far?
1: It's gone well.
0: You've solved some of the world's problems, feel like it's been beneficial.
1: We have and we've taken notes. Okay. So good.
0: Good. Publish awesome. them online. Yeah, good. <laughs> awesome. Well, anything else that you wanna talk about as far as that goes? I mean, what um would you rec yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Uh the view at the Abbey. The view? Yeah. Everywhere I look it's just a postcard. Hmm. So I I try not to send my family too many pictures or else they'll get jealous and try to fly up or something.
0: Yep. Yeah, I love love coming to work here because on one side of the building, you're looking at this old monastery that was built in 1926, and on the other side, there's fields where they're harvesting hay and baling it, and in a few weeks, they're going to bring cows in, so it'll literally be cows right out the back door. And this morning, out of our office window... There was, uh, there was some deer over here walking around in the field as well. And back to the other side, there's mountains, right? To two sides, there's just these beautiful, gorgeous mountains right on the outside of campus. And even right now, in early November, there's still some leaves on the trees that are yellow and orange and slowly falling as we creep into winter. So, yeah, it is a fantastic place to be. Cool. Well, I appreciate that you... You love that about this place. I do too, for sure.
1: And the drive up to Springs, obviously, there's nothing to complain about. Right,
0: right, nope. Other than slow drivers, sometimes you get behind a slow driver in there.
1: Yeah, thank God for passing lanes. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, (laughs) exactly.
0: Good, well, thank you so much for your time today, Grant. really appreciate you coming by and uh, giving us a little bit of an insight into a week, or excuse me, yeah, I guess, a week in the life of a student here. Yes, sir. For the next part of our show we'll be interviewing heidi Bosel. heidi is a resident director that works with us here at worldview at the abbey she was a worldview academy staff member a few years ago i forget what year exactly but she is originally from coos bay oregon and went to uh, get her undergraduate degree out in michigan and then has lived here at worldview at the abbey for the last two years as a resident director and as a communications director so talk me through a little bit about what you do so you're a resident director here So walk me through a couple of the responsibilities that you have, because you are the one that is basically in the trenches with students all the time.
2: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, So I am a resident director um, in Headley Hall, and I have nine girls that I get to invest in throughout the semester. And that includes leading small groups that happen on Friday mornings. And a lot of that is curriculum based on where do you want to go to college, Um, what is God's calling on your life, what are some career paths you have, goals, kind of more of those maybe basic topics that we discuss in small groups. And I facilitate that and we talk about a lot of different things um, within small groups. So I really enjoy doing that. Another thing I get to do is have one-on-ones with those nine girls and um, really invest in them and kind of hear more about their lives and their stories. And at camp, you kind of have this opportunity to invest in someone for a week and it's pretty fast and you kind of have to go really quickly into the relationship and just dive right in. Where here, we have nine months to really develop the relationships that we have with students and get to know them, get to trust them, to let them trust us, um, build a really good relationship and that they kind of see us as almost a mentorship in a sense.
0: Um, I would say absolutely mentorship. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very intentional.
2: Yeah, some of the things that we get to do being our Ds is um, do house events, yeah, programmatic kind of things that mm-hmm. we do. And um, the house events include pumpkin games, pumpkin carving contest, and the gingerbread house contest um, where we get to work with students and have this competition between houses and each other and students. And they really get to grow in leadership um, within their houses and community with all those different aspects that we get to do with the houses.
0: Yeah, and houses, just as a synopsis, are, if you've been to Worldview Academy Summer Camps, it's like our, our color teams, except that it's, a, I would say, it's a lot more deep. It's a lot more intentional than color teams. Color teams at camp are kind of there to provide a competitive aspect to the program. And houses are there to do that as well. But it's also there to facilitate fellowship and relationships um, throughout the entire year. And the way that we do our houses, it's kind of like the... See, I've never seen all the Harry Potter movies, but that's what people <laughs> liken them to all the time. But it's yeah. the it's the English style of you're put into this house and there are certain char- characteristics of that house. And you kind of help to further that, those characteristics and embody those characteristics. Mm-hmm. So our houses, the names of them are, and where do they come from and all that? Give me a little yeah, background. Yeah, so
2: we have house cardio, which means heart. And we have house psyche, which is soul soul yep <laughs> i should know this house <laughs> dianea which is mine mind and kratos well, is strength kratos is strength
0: <laughs> yeah or kratos yeah and these yes. are the greek words which we yeah. get from heart soul mind and strength love yep. the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength mm-hmm. so we do houses and that's what so it's been yeah houses are really fun and resident directors spend a lot of their time facilitating those houses facilitating house events um, but it's cool because students also take a ton of ownership in them, and we try to give them a ton of ownership at the beginning of the year um, with regard to saying, hey, here's here is your house verse, motto, mascot. Here's what this house means. Here's what it's meant in the previous years. And here's, it's, it's, well, basically, so now take that and do something with it. Like you own it, mm-hmm. it. It's your house. Do something with it. So it's been really cool to see what some of the students have ended up doing with it and we try to ask students on here whenever they're on this program we say what house are you in what are some of the things that they've done and every time they have stories of things that they've done that's outside of the facilitated program and that just makes me so happy
2: (laughs) yeah it's really awesome to see the creativity and all the houses and how different they are and personalities and as a house together just when you throw a bunch of people together it's interesting to see what they'll do (laughs) yeah
0: yeah right and yeah exactly they have their own opportunity to to be created within it, and and it's awesome to see how that flourishes. So, resident directing is only part of your story, though. You're also the communications director. So, uh, walk me through. I work very closely l- closely with you in that. So, walk me through a little bit of like what what that in- entails.
2: Yeah. So and I'll communi- tell you if
0: you're right or not. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. See how far off I am from my own job. I don't right. know. I just do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yes, yeah, so I am the communications director. And a lot of that includes posting on our Facebook page and really reaching out to those who kind of keep in contact with us through means of social media. Um, So that could be a weekly post about what are we doing at the Abbey? Um, Here's some of our students. We do this thing called Student Highlight. And that's something that we started last year where students fill out this kind of sheet of like, who are you? Where are you from? uh why did you come here
0: kind of fun introductory questions yeah
2: exactly And we post that um try and get through all the students if they fill out the forms (laughs) and post those on our facebook page for parents to see for past students future students um really anybody involved with the abbey and that's been a really neat project to see people really respond to the students and really welcoming them into the community or you know kind of watching them go through the abbey program and having a face put to a person Um, So I do a lot of that with the social media. I am starting a new project called Day in the Life, um, which is a video series where I'm going to be interviewing a lot of our students and making kind of a short video of day in the life of this student. Um, And it's kind of an interview style, kind of like the student highlight in the sense of they're answering a lot of questions of who they are, what they do throughout the day. Um, But we kind of get to see a visual of that and say, oh, like, I saw that person in a video um, and I wonder what they're up to like in the future. Or if you come to visit at preview at the Abbey, you can run into these people and say, Hey, I saw your video. How has it been since your video? Or I loved your video. (laughs) It was really cool to see you living at the Abbey. Right. Um, So it gives people a really cool window into the Abbey program that you don't typically get to see just reading blogs and reading things on social media. So I do a lot of the video photography, social media, kind of odds and ends in that area of communications.
0: Yeah, so. and and so I just wanna, I wanted to touch base on this a little bit, but it seems that those two things, something that I've noticed about them is that it accomplishes exactly what you said, which is it allows for a very personal window into the people at the Abbey and to what goes on. And I think a lot of my understanding of social media kind of up to this point has been very much you are representing a brand, And so that tends in my mind to be more like big picture, 30 mile or like 30,000 foot vision, Mm
2: -hmm. right? Looking
0: down. But what you've done has been really, really powerful because it shows the individual faces. And so from a social media marketing perspective, uh, number one, it's very approachable, right? You can see these people's faces. You can see that, Oh, you don't have to be a super intellectual person to go. You can be just a normal, College freshman student who just wants to learn more about their faith, and that's really, really important because I think a lot of students and prospective students get intimidated by looking at our reading list and seeing how many pages students have to, or, yeah, how many pages students have to read each year. Um, whereas these these um, things that you've put together have done a really great job of making it approachable and making it personal. So it's always fun because then they can share that on their social media feeds, and people can say, "Oh, wow, I know this person, so I'm going to watch this." and their mom shares it, and everybody mm-hmm. who, that they know shares it as well. So it's really, really been fantastic. So like, where did where did some of the ideas for those things come from for you? Like, what what made you want to do those things? Because I think they're brilliant.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> I've, I've kind of seen them done in other universities and colleges before. Um, the college that I went to did something similar um, for different sports teams. They would maybe highlight a student from, a sports team every once in a while that kind of gave you a face and who they are, where were they from? And I was like, oh, that's a neat idea. That'd be cool to incorporate with our program, especially since it is a smaller program. And honestly too, I think it really represents the Abbey and what we stand for in the sense of you are an individual and you are valued and you will be an individual student that we see in the classroom, that we see in the community, that we see as a leader. Um, You as a student are are important to us, and it's not just kind of that big picture of like here are all the students in a big jumbo pile of faces and right. whatever, <laughs> right? <You're laughs> Which not we still numbers. Have that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it gives you an individual face, and that's how you'll be treated here. Is you'll be you'll be treated as an individual who's worth something and right. valued here.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And because I talk to parents all the time about the program, and I tell them, you know, our small groups, our houses, and our classes are three ways that students can participate and really where they're they're forced to participate in some ways so there's you know i have some some parents have the question of well h- how do i know that my child is not going to be forgotten in their room and i just say I, it's hard for me not to kind of chuckle when they say that because they're asking it in earnest mm. because living here i just know that that's absolutely impossible right mm. nobody is going to be able to just hibernate in their room non-stop mm. and so yeah, I, I just love that those things that you've been able to produce have just shown that and um, embodied kind of that mission and vision as well. So, yeah, love them.
2: Thank you. Fantastic. Yeah, I love reading them too. <laughs>
0: yeah. So what made you want to come and do all this, right? Like you live in the dorms, mm-hmm. you're engaged, congratulations. <laughs> oh, <thank> so you. <laughs> you won't be living in the dorms much longer, mm-hmm. um, but you – you know, you, you came here to do communications, but also you've lived in the dorms for two years now, but this is your second year doing this. Mm-hmm. And so what is it that made you want to come and be a part of this program and all all of that that, it, that entails? Because it's a big deal. Like it's when our resident directors come here, they're kind of sold out, you know, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, no, that's very true. <laughs> very true. Well, in a nutshell, I guess the story of how I came out to be here was um, I was in college, senior year, had no idea where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, where God was calling me. I just felt very kind of loose and like, I don't know. Where should I go and what should I do? Um, and I kind of thought back in my life to things that I was really passionate about and really enjoyed. Um, and I remembered working with Realview Academy as a staffer. And I just really loved investing in students. um, And I wanted to do that in some ways. But my major in college was film and video production, which I also loved very much and loved studying it, working with people, and being able to tell stories. And so I remember, I think it was November my senior year, I emailed you, August Huckabee, (laughs) and was like, hey, I am graduating from college. I don't have a job lined up yet. Do you have anything at the Abbey that you would need? video photography anything like that done i don't really know what i'm asking (laughs) yeah so just kind of sent the email and then i don't remember i think you got back to me fairly fast i don't remember the details probably not (laughs) but yeah i think you said something like oh this is super out of the blue (laughs) yeah yeah and i don't know i think we just emailed a little bit and i didn't really think it was going to happen through the spring through the summer i think it was july i think you had called me and said, Hey, we want you to come out here to mm-hmm. be a resident director and communications director. I need to know in a week. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'd been applying to other jobs and not right. sure
0: right, seeing other people. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Um so yes. Um so yeah, so after I hung up that uh phone call, I looked down at my email and I didn't get this other job that I'd really wanted. And so I was like, hmm, I wonder, is this like God like pushing me through this door, I don't know. So after a week of just really praying about it, talking to family, friends, and just a lot of other people about what a wise step would be, um, I decided that God wanted me to move to Colorado and do this random job that I wasn't really sure was all about. Um, And so took a big step of faith. And I like to say that God opened the door and kicked me through it because I wasn't (laughs) fully willing, I was like, okay, here I go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but it's been amazing ever since. And God has really just been so faithful the whole time that I've been here and has opened up a position for my fiance to move down and live in Colorado this next year as well. And so it's just amazing how God opens those doors and we don't know what's going to happen, you know, and kind of in hindsight, it's like, oh yeah, of course that's, where I should have been. <laughs>
0: right. Well, um, it, it was a big deal. Like, I, I just remember talking to you. I remember pulling over because we, t- we were talking on the phone. I was driving in Colorado Springs. I was like, okay, I got I to focus on this conversation because I got I to make this happen. <laughs> right? And uh, I just pulled over in the Colorado Springs mall parking lot and just had this conversation with you saying, hey, look, we really think you'd be great here. Uh, and I just remember hanging up thinking, okay, like, she knows all the information. Like, this is in the Lord's hands now. And... I really hope that she comes and we need her but at the same time like i just knew it was a long shot because <laughs> you were dating this guy from michigan yep and i knew i didn't know how serious it was at the time but i was like you know semi-serious mm-hmm. and it would just be a big deal for you to move down here because you'd been out of world view for a couple years too right like there was just a lot about it that was that was okay this would be awesome she would be fantastic here but it's going to be a big it's going to be a big step of faith on her part and so to your credit, you took that, and it was—it's been fantastic. Yeah. So you worked with EFree, the Evangelical mm-hmm. Free Church here in town, the first mm-hmm. year, to help with some stuff, and then you've been able to be full time with us this past year. And yeah, yeah, that's why we're such social media moguls now. <laughs> <laughs> that's <is> why. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So part of your communications job has been the social media stuff. But one thing you've done this year, which has been fantastic as well, because everything you do is fantastic, obviously. <laughs>
2: oh, thank you. One, another thing that you've
0: been doing uh, is you've been sending out emails to our VIP list, which has been really, really a great addition, I think, for Worldview, because we we raise support to be here. The resident directors raise support, most of the faculty raise support to be here um, from financial donors. And so what we sat down, we, we sat down at the beginning of this year and kind of said, okay, what we've done up to this point is that everybody has been communicating with their donors separately. And so that means that it can be hit or miss depending on the person that's doing it. So what are some things we can do or can we do anything to conglomerate that and as a organization do a better job of communicating to our donors? And so we basically put together a massive email list of people who have wanted our, wanted to get our, get our emails, write our updates, um, but then all of our supporters as well who wanted to be a part of that and former students as well as former families that have been involved and put yeah. them in all in one. And so now we're sending monthly email d- emails to them of just things that are happening in the ministry. And you're the one who puts those together, right? Yeah. So what does that what does that typically look like? Like is that, I'm trying to remember if that's a conglomeration of other social media updates or do you, do you type that up every week?
2: I do, yeah, and I'm, I'm still kind of playing around with exactly what that's gonna look like for the future, but it's been kind of a fun project to really kind of look at it from a perspective of maybe someone who doesn't have social media, where we do a lot of our visual content and say, okay, what is this person going to really want to see for the last month? What, what are some things that happened at the Abbey that are like, Oh, that looks awesome. Or that's really cool that that they're doing something like that. And so the last couple emails that we've sent out, um, a lot of them have been very visually based. Mm -hmm. Um, I've found that people are typically more drawn to visuals than reading a large block of text. So if you have received emails, you'll notice that there's not a ton of text in the email like a typical email would of an update. Right. Um, But there's a lot more visual color, what we actually do, just again, window into what we do. And I think that's how people are going to really see what is the Abbey? Why should I go to it? Why should I care about it? Why should I support it? (laughs) Like all of those questions just looking at students again I mean we're again student-based and pretty much everything we do Um, and so a lot of those emails will give you kind of a highlight of like update of what the students are saying or doing in class um, what they're maybe learning some of the big house events that the students take part in um, we do three big house events each semester and so that kind of balances out to the different months and we'll typically take a lot of pictures to put in the email um, each month and it's just really fun to see that and see people respond even to those emails and subscribe to the emails and saying like hey like we want to know more we want to see more of this and it's just again like you said something to keep us connected with people who are outside of the Abbey but still want to know about the Abbey
0: yeah and it's a pretty simple update it's nothing Mm -hmm. that's super like you said super wordy or anything like that but it does just give this really small touch point of saying you know, we believe everything that we, we we, we want everything that we do to be intentional. And so here's this really short thing where we're saying, okay, we're doing these house events, we're doing these community service projects, we're doing these trips to these different places. So here's a a really brief snapshot of the philosophy that we have of saying we want to be hands-on, we also want to be very intellectually rigorous, and here's how that culminates in life at the Abbey. Yeah. And I just have absolutely, yeah, that's been a really fantastic addition. And hopefully it serves our supporters well, too, just because I know that we've we this has been a long time coming. And we tried to do it for a while where we would say, okay, each staff member write a paragraph on these events that we did over the past month. And what that turns into is like a two or three page document that's only text. Right. And yeah. so it's like, yeah. okay, somebody's got to be really dedicated yeah. to want to read yeah. this. Um, and so I think what you've, you've done with that has been a really fantastic upgrade to make it again, approachable, personal, but you're still covering all the stuff that we're doing. That's, that's relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So you can sign up for that newsletter on our website. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know if you go to our blog page on our website, uh, there's a sidebar where you can type in your uh, mm-hmm. name and email address and you can get added to that. So if anybody that's listening wants to get those updates, you can definitely have that and you it'll be emailed to your inbox, hopefully every month. Or about every one to two months, something like that.
2: Yeah, it's been about every month, though. Yeah. Pretty on point.
0: Yeah, you're a machine, Heidi. (laughs)
2: Yeah, kicking it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I think that's it for today. So thank you so much, Heidi, for stopping in and talking to us for a little bit.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: That's all for our show this week. For more information about Worldview Academy summer camps, visit worldview.org. And for more information about Worldview at the Abbey, go to worldviewbridgeyear.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.